The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. At uh, 9.08, I'll uh, try and and we'll try and and provide you CBS News uh, the next hour. Uh, Forgive me, I've only been doing this almost 50 years. And sometimes my mind wanders and I was very interested in what what uh, was being said here about that flight. I'm really concerned about it. So I, I, I apologize for those of you who are waiting for CBS News, uh, as I was, but I uh, missed it. All right. We'll try We'll try again. It was a long flight. It was a long flight over, a long flight back, but um, I am so glad to be back in North Carolina. Yeah. It, it's just well, we sure are glad. We sure didn't miss you, you being Thank on the show. You. Thank you. I mean, months. You were not on. <laughs> Swear. I just squeaked under in November here, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're glad and nice of you to come. Thank I hope you. you had a nice Thanksgiving. We did. I hope you did as well. Yeah. Lots of family around the table. And- uh, actually there were other places I was working. <laughs> they they went someplace else. So uh just the, the Did way you get it, any turkey? Jur- no turkey? I, I yeah, I had uh, uh they brought me a lot of stuff. Nice. But I, I, uh, I really wasn't that hungry on Thursday for some reason. So uh, I guess that's I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. So what are you looking at? Uh, I'm thinking you don't want to be at Pinehurst on Thursday <laughs> and not be hungry. <laughs> so and tell us what you had. And see uh, that buffet. Uh, just so did you pile it up? Everything that you can think of that. Yeah, I bet so. Would be in each category they've got. Uh, how they come up with some of these appetizers, I don't know. Uh, some of the the, <clears throat> the vegetables and herbs that they they put together are incredible. And what you got to do is go scope it first. Mm-hmm. See that that's sort of like uh, when you're young and you don't have any sense and you plant plants too close together. <laughs> if you rush out to a buffet and you go. Eat your heart out in the first station. Get to the second one, you're about done. And the third one, you say, I don't want anything else to eat. <clears throat> That's like being a foolish foolish gardener. Space it out. Space it out. Take your time. Don't get spaced out. Space Stu- it out. Study it. <laughs> study. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk uh, by about 930 with uh, – uh, the wonderful folks at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh, which uh, we um, we were going to go there yesterday, we didn't have a chance. We had, we had other things other things going on, so we didn't didn't make it there. We'll try to do that today, uh, along with everybody else yeah, yeah. in the world. But I'm sure there were a lot of people out there this week 
getting getting things for uh, for their uh, table for Thanksgiving, and including uh, uh, getting Christmas trees too. Another place you can get Christmas trees. We'll talk with uh, Monica uh, coming up uh, at about nine thirty uh, after the nine thirty news. Uh, if I remember to go to the news. But at any rate, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. And as uh, Pam mentioned, you can listen to a podcast uh, if you're a late sleeper and you're interested in uh, the show, interested in gardening. You can uh, certainly do that. Steve is in uh, Garner. Steve, good morning. Do you have a nice Thanksgiving, sir? Oh, are you talking to me? No. Uh, no, actually, I was talking to Steve over here in the corner. Okay, okay, okay. I am in the corner. Uh, no, yeah, yes, we had a very good Thanksgiving, with one exception. Uh, my wife, my mother passed away this week. So oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. It was uh, it was more of a relief than it yeah. was anything, so... It was more of a celebration in the fact that she's in a better place. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, anyway, we we had a uh, the funeral was on Tuesday, <laughs> and then and then Thursday we met back again at uh, and had another family reunion for Thanksgiving. So it was a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, I'm, you know, she was there in spirit. My brother-in-law wrapped his turkey in bacon. Holy smoke! And you talk about a good turkey. <laughs> that was that was a really good turkey. Oh my! I never heard of that. I haven't either. I mean, was it a was it a whole turkey or a turkey breast? No, no, it was a whole turkey. He wrapped. Wow! Well, he what did he do? You have to stitch the bacon strips, or no, no, no. no. What he did is he <laughs> just put a, a lattice of bacon over the top of the turkey and just draped it. And then uh, let it just uh, marinate that turkey while it was cooking. And Boy, that's a man of my own faith. That was a super moist and very flavorful turkey. And my <laughs> well, you can see the wheels turning over here with Rufus. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I tell you what, when we get our when we do our turkey breast at Christmas, I think I'm gonna do that uh, with that one. Uh, that, that's just a brilliant idea. I never thought of doing it that way, but I'm glad. Boy, bacon has a lot of uses. Everything's uh, there's better another. with bacon. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. He, uh, my my sister made uh, uh, mushroom dressing. And put it in there, and the dressing absorbed the uh, bacon juices too. And I tell you what, that was good. So I mean, the whole thing—that bacon, you know—they say bacon makes any. You could do a bumper from bacon with bacon on it. So it, this was really. I've, I, you know, I've had liver wrapped in bacon before, and it still wasn't good. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was still not good. And I made my uh, twice-baked potato casserole, and it was the best I've ever made. I mean, it was. We had some really good food there. This well, what if you made it three times? Huh? How would it be? Would it be even better? Oh yeah! Every, every <laughs> time you heat it up, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, but Steve, you're the dessert man. I remember some of your desserts that you brought by. 
Well, uh, I made a, a, a sweet potato pie for the first time, and it turned out absolutely marvelous. Wonderful. So, that's a, that's yeah, a good thing a, to have. We had, a good, we had a really good Thanksgiving. Hmm. Um, weather was nice. Beautiful day to drive up to Greensboro. And, uh, but I tell you what, we needed that. We had, th- we got three and a half inches of rain, uh, when it rained and it was very well needed. It sure was. We were, uh, we were glad to get it. Did you get that much out, uh, up north there? Uh, we got, we man? got about two and a half, um, <clears throat> according to our rain gauge. Right. And, and I, I was thankful for every drop. Yeah. Did it help with the fires up there? Um, in Wake Forest, um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's, she's not, uh, we were talking to, to uh, Phil about her brother's place up at yeah. King yeah. and okay. he's, he's up there near Stokes County and, yeah. and the, uh, but, uh, no, there, there are no fires, uh, at Falls Lake. Oh, there's a few people who during the burning ban were out setting their Shame on them. On I bet you were fire. running them down, I weren't was, you? I was furious. I bet so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, forest fires. Fires up at Asheville got helped up with the uh, the around Hendersonville. Yeah, I, I'm sure they were they were helped. It's been very dry up there. Mm-hmm. That's probably been the driest part of the state. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm still working my day, Lily. So um, I got uh, I'm still weeding and and clearing and mm-hmm. and uh, replanting. So I. It's just now it's too, getting too cold. Steve, I wanted to ask you, when you lift, do you, are you using a gardening fork rather than a shovel when you lift your clump of daylilies to divide them? No, I use. I actually figured out that it's easier for me with mine to use a pigmatic. I go in sideways, and I get more leverage that way. Use a what? Yeah, a what? A pigmatic. A pick, a, a mattock. Is that something that uh, Ktel no, uh, sells? No, or? it's it's a mattock. No, it's a, a pick. It, it's, oh. a, it's one of those things. It's got a pick on one end and a, a uh, blade. A, a yeah. Hoe yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was something and automatic. I it a pickmatic, so that's what I've always called it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, I I found that I get more leverage with that. I just start out away from it and just whack down and pull until the the, the uh, root ball comes up. Yeah. Now, and, uh, what I like I, that for, too, is stones. Uh, because if you hit a stone, then you can use that sharp end of the yeah. of the mattock to... Um, well, I tell you what, uh, it, uh, I have some rocks in that area that I'm working in, and it will stop a shovel. And that's yep. the most frustrating thing is yep. to have your foot slip off the yep. edge of that shovel and right across your instep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, it, and so the pickmatic doesn't do that. I hit a rock and it just whacks right through it. So I'm, I think I've, I've discovered this. It's something I've just started doing. So, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, we're... It's, we're slowing down a little bit. We're going on our uh, 50th anniversary cruise next week. Wonderful. Where are you going? Uh, Bahamas. We're going into the Bahamas. It's uh, St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Puerto 
Puerto Plata. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that sounds and like a great uh, trip. And it's in the Dominican Republic. Sure. It's a seven-day cruise on a brand-new ship. We're the first occupants of our cabin. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's even yeah. better. They told us that when we made the booking that on inaugural cruises, they do a lot of special stuff. So we're looking forward to it. I bet so, yeah. Yep. So this year we're a big 5 uh, that's wonderful. We're we're not far behind. We're we'll be uh, forty nine next year. Yeah, but you'll never catch up. That's uh, true. <laughs> I, we we uh, well theoretically. Theoretically, yeah, right. I know, I <clears throat> well, as long, long as not like Steve. One time when, when I was practicing law, this woman came to me. and She'd been married <clears throat> for over seventy years to the same man. And I said, well, my dear woman, why in the world would you want a divorce after 70 years of marriage? She said, well, Mr. Edmiston, it's this way. Enough's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't argue with that. I thought you were still practicing law. <clears throat> Not that kind. <laughs> Is that like doctors practicing medicine? No, it's uh, don't call Rufus for a divorce. <laughs> That's what he's saying. <laughs> Especially after 70 years. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I'm going to find out next week if I can swing a golf club. So, uh, oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's great. If you yeah. can hurl a mattock, you can swing a golf club. Don't yeah, you? I think so. But uh, it's, a, it's a slightly different motion, and it's kind of a jerky, and they, they don't. It's the uh, pacemaker I, I'm concerned about. So. Well, just uh, Mario Dell said, "Don't never hit the ball hard. Don't try to to hit it hard." And he was a really good golfer. Right. Have a nice smooth swing, and you know, let the let the head of the let club the do. Let the club do it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. I'll let you guys go. Love you a lot. You, you take right. care, my friend. Take care. Happy I'll anniversary, Steve. All right. Um, I'll call you from the road. How about that? Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be out at Phil's. and I'll call you from the road. All right. Good. I don't get in any trouble now. No, I don't. I don't do operations down in the Bahamas. Yeah, that would cost you if you had to bring Rufus down there. (laughs) All right. You guys have fun. All right. Bye. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. So what have you been doing in your garden since you came back? Moving a lot of leaves. Goodness gracious. This yeah. year. The- so you're not you're not moving them for somebody else to have. You're moving no, them around. we're just moving them around. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing. I posted a picture of Mike, uh, my Mike, blowing leaves at the house. And somebody said, what are you doing with them? I'll come take them. And I said, oh, no, no, no. These are These are gold to us. So what we do is we take up most of these leaves, we, we rake them, or um, on the street we blow them uh, because we don't want all to lift all the gravel. So we will blow them to the side. <clears throat> but we put them on our beds, and especially the beds that we're trying to suppress, uh, maybe ivy or nandina, we're trying to get rid of it. We've put down layers of cardboard, and then we'll pile these leaves on top. And if the leaf... It litter is deep enough, it will keep water from getting down in there as well as light and air. And so it should help suppress some of those things. One thing I did want to to mention, though, that I learned that I did not know 
is, you know, Australia and New Zealand, both um, in some parts, have problems with fire, especially the bush country of Australia. And they're just going into fire season right now. And there was a practice to protect a house of planting ivy or vinca major or vinca minor around these homesteads to deter fire gracious good and the um the fire marshals encouraged that mm. that to have that thick green moisture retentive type leaf that wouldn't burn as readily as say the gum trees or some of the um the other things that are deciduous right. so that's the reason that a lot of old homes at least there they're explaining to me had ivy and vinca and all planted very thickly around the base of them. And I, I had never heard that, Rufus, and I wonder if that's something that, you know, was, was learned and that we had used here because, you know, uh-huh. many old homes, I know it's popular, but was well, that... Do they learn it from the English? Yes, from the English. So was When they a, put them in prison down there? Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they let them go down there. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not going to let any ivy take over my... My beautiful pine trees. Right. But uh, the only problem about letting ivy go on a house, if you're ever going to repaint, yep, yep. what a devil of a thing. Or the, it gets Because it just leaves those little claw marks in there where they yeah, attach. Yeah, it can and the brick. really mess up yeah. brick. And there's nothing in prettier to me than a, a white stucco home with a beautiful ivy chimney. But I've never heard anybody yet that when they went to paint the thing, mm-hmm. not say they would never do that again. Yeah, mm. that's true. That's true. Well, I guess that's why we. So how do they get? How do the painters get rid of the stuff? Well, they want you to take it off before they get there. Yeah, and they then they got to so brush, how do you get it off? Brush, sandblast. brush, brush. Yeah, or sandblast. Heavy, yeah. Yeah, your acid works um, oh, if wow. you're trying to remove it. Um, same thing with Vinca Minor. You see it all over Charleston and Savannah, this beautiful little vinca crawling yeah. across the front of steps and all. We did that on our brick steps for about two years, and my engineer husband said, eh, <laughs> we had to get yeah. rid of it, yeah. <laughs> get, it get rid of it. So, mm. Yeah, yeah, Mike's going to keep things going. But, um, no, right now is a good time to, to move leaves if you're doing it. Also, we um, planted some bulbs. And this is a perfect time between Thanksgiving and Christmas to get those spring flowering bulbs in the ground. If you see a sale right now on bulbs, 50% off, grab them. You know, put it, I know Nelsa has plenty, and, and yeah. Logan's, for goodness sake, they have a huge selection over there. It's yeah. wonderful, and um, a lot of the garden centers still have daffodils and tulips and all. And if you haven't had luck with your tulips in the ground, because of voles and moles and squirrels who like them, uh, plant them in pots, layer them in flower pots, you know, put them down about six inches down. Then you could put smaller bulbs above that if you wanted to, like little crocus or spring flowering, um, anemone, anything small. And then put things like pansies and, and viola on top of that so that it comes up through. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to, to layer those in and enjoy them. I've never had any luck with tulips, man. I have a notion it's just too hot here for them to winter over. They'll bloom the first year, beautiful. Second year, dwindle. Third year, I don't have any. Yeah, yeah, they they do not like our clay soils, and they don't like the heat. Um, (laughs) They like like slopes, so that helps. 
but uh, and they uh, probably the if you can provide plenty of mulch, you know, cooler soils. Mm-hmm. I know Tom Monaco, Doctor Monaco, uh, goes to our church and is on the grounds committee with me, and he uh, he says the shorter the tulips, tulips will mm-hmm. do better for you. Yeah, they than have, the real tall ones. Yeah, they have some of the J.C. Ralston Arboretum on that rooftop garden, that yes. geophyte yes. garden. If you go and look at some of the smaller ones, the species, and people like Brent and Becky's and Teresia and all, they they all sell these little species tulips, and they're more reliable about coming right. back. But even those do dwindle. Most of the big plantings you see, those are put in fresh every year, and they're pulled up at the yeah. end of the bloom time. I, I treat them, them. As, if I do, I treat them as annuals. <laughs> but now, good time now for for lilies. Yes, get them in the ground. Yep, uh, I have ordered from somebody and i can't remember who it was didn't keep a record so i keep waiting for them to send them and it's it's about time they i just they well, get you here. Yeah. get yourself a writ i, I, I need <laughs> to get a writ I, I just got a shipment this past week that i had ordered in the spring <clears throat> well maybe uh, i shouldn't panic yeah don't panic because they'll send them when it's the appropriate time to burgundine yeah, like Van Burgundine or Van, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do remember faintly doing that and didn't keep a record of it, or I can't find it. And I kept saying, did I dream that? <laughs> or, or are they just too late? Yeah. But not really. One secret with lilies, and this is interesting. You got Brent, about uh, 45 seconds. Brent Heath taught me this, <clears throat> is a lily, you want to plant that bulb on its side and the the shoot will still find its way up, but that's to keep it from rotting. Because like a blooming onion, it's open, and if water gets down in there, it can. You're rot kidding! The I never no, heard that. Plant it on its side. Yeah. A regular lily. A regular lily. A, you know, an Asiatic or Oriental lily. Yeah. Plant it on its side. It'll be fine. I'll be. Dull. Get a little more rest if you put it on your put it on the yeah. side. Yeah. You can take a nap. Give that baby a nap. <laughs> All right, more of the week. We'll talk more about this. That's very interesting. Uh, Coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener, Mike Rayleigh here. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, and what do you know? We've got Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Monica Wood is the manager of the State Farmers Market, and uh, you're listening to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. I hope you guys did as well. Yeah. I was right here. (laughs) (laughs) So it felt like home. Uh, But it, uh, I had a great day. I had the day off the next, uh, on Friday. So that was, that was extra special. That was my Thanksgiving. So I, a lot of people, I'm sure, have come out to the State Farmer's Market for lots of different things, uh, for Christmas trees, for one thing. Oh, yes. We have Christmas trees, Christmas trees, and more Christmas trees. Um, definitely hundreds to choose from, every shape, every size you can imagine, anything to take from table toppers to 12 to 15 footers you can find. And um, we have wreaths and the garland and all the things that go along with all those Christmas decorations that you need. Um, they do custom orders also. If you're looking at a special wreath or maybe some um, different garland, that sort of thing, we have a lot of 
specialty items, a lot of great folks that are here from the North Carolina mountains that come down and kind of spend a month with us and um, sell their trees that they've worked hard to grow um, for several years. And um, absolutely beautiful. If you've never been during Christmas season, it just, a great place to come, walk around, smell those fresh trees, and get in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place to do it because you have so many trees, and you can you can walk down through them and and get that that uh, Christmas tree fragrance. It's always nice. And it is. It's beautiful out here, and smells so good. And um, in addition to the Christmas tree vendors, of course, we have. All of our fresh fruits and vegetables up at the other end of the building, we have sweet potatoes and those mountain apples. Um, we also have collards. If you didn't get your fix for um, Thanksgiving, we still have a lot of collards here, and a lot of people like to get those and freeze them so you can enjoy them all year long. So now's a good time to do that. We have firewood. That's sort of a hot commodity this morning. I've been noticing a lot of folks out Yeah, because we're going to have some 20-degree temperatures next week. That's what they're saying. So um, come on out and get that firewood. You can definitely can buy just a few pieces. You can buy a whole truckload any way you want it. We have some folks that offer delivery as well. And, um, you know, shop around through the market and get all your, you know, fruits and vegetables while you're here. There's baked goods. There's jams, jellies, fresh salsa, um, honey from one of our local beekeepers. And, um, of course, you got to try those pastries and cookies that are all home-baked, and we have a great selection of those that are here throughout the market as well. And we do have um, our Taste of the Holidays little pop-up event this weekend with some special guests, um, craft vendors, um, some of the same ones that were here during our craft fair, and some of them in the market on a regular basis on the weekends. And we do have um, some other specialty food items that are here for the weekend as well. So they're spread all throughout the market. You can find some up in the craft shed beside of our um, seafood restaurant. And um, there's handmade baskets. There's soap. There's um, quilt, the barn quilt, some of those hand-painted barn quilts. Some very unique yard ornaments made out of antique glass um, that are created into different types of flowers that are um, where you can just place out in your garden. There's some they make Christmas trees out of just so many unique things that you can find um, with some of these events. I mean, some of these special vendors that are here just for the weekend. A lot of unique little Christmas gift ideas. So shop with these guys and support them. I think today is Small Business Saturday. So mm-hmm a great time to come out to the market and support all of our small businesses. So, Mark, I was there last weekend, and I saw uh, still a lot of camellias blooming, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of hydrangeas, and a lot of folks think that you've got hydrangeas that, that stop blooming after late spring. Well, you got some, don't you, Pam, that bloom on into the, into the fall of the year. Yeah, the repeat bloomers um, will sometimes do that, but once we're getting these twenty degrees, they're gonna they're gonna slow right. down. Yeah, I, I I wish they would come up with a, a hydrangea as dependable as the azalea. Uh, the encore azaleas. Encore. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, they just bloom all oh. fall. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty. They're pretty spectacular. <clears throat> there, there's some research going on. It won't be long. Yeah. I'm sure NC State's doing some. Mm-hmm. Well, you you have you have it all out there, and up at the market shops, you can get a great cup of coffee. Definitely, um, three two one coffee. 
is down in the corner there across from the grill and they have a wonderful team of folks working there with them and some come by and support those guys they're doing a wonderful thing and their coffee's delicious too and you can buy a cup of coffee but they also have um the ground coffee by the bag where you can buy that take it home and and enjoy and that's a, another great gift idea um they actually have one that's a wolf pack a wolf pack themed coffee so that would make a great gift for some of those wolf pack fans out there including myself um, that would be a great thing. And speaking of Wolfpack, I believe there's a game going on today. I heard about maybe. <laughs> well, let's see. I don't know. We're trying world. not to talk about that among us. What here. in the world would that be, Monica? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some red and blue questions. Maybe. But let's do a call out to the girls from the NC State track uh, cross country team who won another championship. Yeah. Yes, I heard that. That is another national championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've been seeing on national TV this young coach of the field hockey at That's Carolina. Carolina. At, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, those those she, uh, that is the most incredible she's thing I've ever twenty three years of. old, right out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. These young women yeah. are something else. Well, they always have been. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, yeah. So um, and a lot, a lot of great smelling, great uh, fragrances uh, wafting al- al- along there in the in the market shops too. Not just coffee. Oh, definitely. Um, down at the other end um, is the bakery, and I tell you, one of those cinnamon rolls and a cup of that coffee, I think, <laughs> go together really well. Oh. And um, the cinnamon rolls, they're baking them right now. You walk in the building, and it just kind of draws you down that way. And I know, but I can see my doctor shaking his finger at me <laughs> <laughs> every time I start in that direction. I know, some good stuff. Just have it in moderation, and it'll be okay. Yeah, well, he wants me to keep my girlish what finger. What do you mean, moderation? Well, I, moderation I believe, in excess. I believe in moderation in excess. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. See what I put up with. The gentleman uh, <laughs> from Watauga County is recognized. Monica, do they still have the vendors that sell the candies, the old-fashioned like, candies? Yeah, like Mary Jane's? old-fashioned Christmas candies. That's a yes. popular item yes. right now. Um, the, one of my favorites with that is the double-dipped chocolate peanuts. Ooh. Speaking of moderation, that's a tough one. To Uh-oh. Moderation. You're thinking about it right now, aren't you, Monica? <laughs> Don't do it. There's some some of my favorites, and um, of course, all the other old-fashioned Christmas candies that you can't find just anywhere. And right. there's so many things like that in the market shops. Um, those always make great um, things to take, maybe to a Christmas party, or you're looking to put together a little gift basket for someone special, um, or stuff in those stockings. You can find all those things there. The old-fashioned bottled drinks is something else you mm-hmm. can't find just anywhere. And um, we have a lot of unique gift ideas in there as well, like birdhouses. We also have all the jams and jellies, different North Carolina barbecue sauces, and all of those things I think would make a great gift for anybody. Um, can't go wrong with, with food, I, with you know, for a holiday or for anyone. Maybe someone, that person, you just don't know what to buy them, and I think you could probably fix them up with something in there, that's for sure. All kinds of peanuts, that's another favorite. Yeah, now my wife uses the raw peanuts for uh, peanut mm-hmm. brittle. Yeah, and uh, she we've we've already gotten that big heavy piece of of uh, marble up on the counter now, so that's it's always a good sign. Although I try not I try not to eat any of it anymore. 
Oh, it's so good. I know, and it uh, um, they, she make, is and so it good. stays in that bucket until she she hands it out, and you know she makes a lot of batches of it, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> That's environment. A good job. She definitely has. She needs to. She needs to start marketing that. Market. I know, but she's brittle. No, no, nobody has that particular touch where you bite into it. It's just enough thickness to make you know you've got it. It's crispy, but you won't break your teeth. It's right. crispy, uh-huh. right? right. And that's that bacon. Soda I know. I tell you what is what's better. What she makes better is well, a lot of things. Uh, pe- uh, Pimento cheese. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That, that drive, Linda. Linda loves that. I try not to, I try not to eat any of that either, if, if possible, because I will eat, eat the whole container. It's just, just that good. So, yeah, that's what I face at home. Monica, Monica are you seeing a lot of families coming down uh, with visitors from out of town, bringing their company to see our wonderful market and to, to shop? We do. We see a lot of families coming out. They like to bring their um, visiting um, relatives out to the State Farmers Market restaurant to enjoy a meal and give them a little taste of North Carolina um, country cooking. And we also see them coming out and shopping for those Christmas trees together. So it's always fun to see that. And um, a lot of times we're seeing, I'm actually sitting out here right this second, I see some um, license plates from Florida and that's one of the ones I just happened to spot as I'm sitting here looking across the parking lot. Actually, a couple from Florida. So we've got folks here from all over everywhere. And it's definitely a treasure that um, the state of North Carolina has is, is our state farmer's market here mm-hmm. in Raleigh. And, of course, there's three other ones across the state in Charlotte, Piedmont Triad, and Asheville. So if you're ever traveling, be sure to stop and visit all of them. Um, great assets to the state of North Carolina, and we're so thankful that we're able to have these markets and give our farmers a place to, to go to sell their products and be able to sell directly to the consumers. Yeah. And you have some wonderful restaurants out there, uh, the Farmer's Market Restaurant, uh, of course, and the, and the grill, uh, the market grill, since we've been uh, walking around the, the market shops here in the last few minutes, uh, that market grill is pretty good. Oh, it is. Um, grab one of those Rufus dogs. Yeah. And you get breakfast, too. <clears throat> you Oh, the breakfast sandwiches are delicious. Mm-hmm. Also, egg and cheese on toast. And um, they also have chicken sandwiches that are really good and hamburgers. And just a great place to stop and grab a bite to eat. And they're also the same folks that make those crispy Pops, which are kind of like a rice cake patty, but with a little bit of a crunch. I guess you could say mm-hmm. they have a machine there that pops those things out and it's really neat to watch they're made out of rice flour and um, so many great things all throughout the market shops and spread on over beside our seafood restaurant you can find like I mentioned before the craft shed where you can find the kettle corn and the gourmet lemonade and so many wonderful products that are made all here locally and um, it's all about supporting all these local folks when you're coming out to the market. And uh, the farmer's market restaurant, you can get the, the big homemade b- biscuits. Oh. Yes. Those biscuits are absolutely delicious. Yeah. They're made from scratch. I've seen them making them. Um, every time you walk into the kitchen, they're hard at it. I think they make biscuits all day long. I would um, think they they'd have to. Has there ever been a count, Monica, of how many biscuits on the average they serve a day? 
I will have to ask that question. It would be that would be very interesting. Yeah. To see if they have an idea because they go through quite a few biscuits in a day's time. Mm-hmm. I bet it's I bet it's in the thousands. Do they use lard? You know, I'm, I don't want to give away their secrets, but I tell you yeah, that I'm that's not, about as close as you can get to an old old fashioned biscuit. Yes, I am not a hundred percent sure, um, but my guess is yes. But I don't know that for sure. So I'm oh, not, not no, going to say. But no um, wonder they're so good. Golly. Yeah. Well, and you got the seafood restaurant. If you like seafood, uh, you will love the seafood restaurant because they they give you lots of it. They do. They have delicious calabash style seafood, and um, definitely come hungry or um, plan to maybe split a plate or take some home with you. Either place you go to to eat because they're they're always generous with their portions. That's for sure. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so much. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say we have the Hunter Pork Center here as well. They've been very busy the past few days with Thanksgiving. Um, so that's a, another place, great place to stop by and support. And we have Super Sod that's here on the market. Um, if you're looking some sod products or lawn care products, or maybe you're looking at some sod to spruce up some spots in your yard or just maybe to replenish it. You can definitely find all you need right there at Superside. Back to Nahana. Did you did you hear uh, Steve talking earlier? One of our callers talking about uh, he had had uh, Thanksgiving dinner and had turkey wrapped in bacon. Oh, okay. It was a turkey that had strips of bacon on it, and, and it was it was slow cooked like that. Turkey that, wrapped in bacon. That doesn't that sound right. good. It does sound good. I hadn't. I don't think I've ever had anything. We hadn't like that. thought of that. that. Sound like something good to try. Yeah. So go and get you some of that Nahanta bacon, and yeah. put on put on a turkey for Christmas. That's right. There's always so many things, but you know, as the saying goes, anything wrapped with turkey is good by itself. But you know, sometimes you can wrap anything in bacon and make it good, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Hmm. Well, I didn't know if you'd heard that, but uh, we're always glad to talk to you. Yes, always glad to talk to you all, too. And I hope everyone can come out and pick out that perfect Christmas tree and get their Christmas decorations started. And we are here seven days a week. Our Christmas tree growers are here till, are here until 7 o'clock each night. And um, <clears throat> we look forward to seeing everyone come out. And we'll yeah. see you in a couple of weeks at the Farmer's yeah. Market for the Weekend Gardener. Yeah. Well, we'll like I, I recommended to former representative Dwayne Hall that he use super sod, and he did that, and with uh, the help of uh, my friend Palmer, has the showcase of the neighborhood now. Now, what on, uh, on type of what type type of grass did he choose? Did, you know, I don't know. Yeah, did he have it done recently? Yeah, within the past. Uh, it might have been two, fescue then. It, it was. It was fescue. Yeah. Yes, it was fescue. Wonderful. Yeah, that's good. That's a good product uh, all the way around at uh, Superside. Grow their own side, and uh, they have. And if you don't have a Palmer uh, at your beck and call, you can. <laughs> yeah. You can. Uh, they will help. They you. yeah. They have a lot of people who who can can help you with that, or you can do it yourself. Well, Miss Monica, thank you so much as always. Yes, and. Um Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. And um, to all the listeners out there, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and um, have a wonderful weekend, and we hope to see you all soon. Yes, ma'am. You will. All right. That's Miss Monica Wood, manager of the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh.
And Frank is in Chapel Hill. Frank, how are you, sir? Um, <clears throat> Mike and Rufus, enjoy your show. Hey, Frank. Hi. So I'm relatively gardening illiterate, okay? Yeah, I am, too, and I've been doing the show 38 years. Well, I'm uh, about 38 years behind you. <laughs> but here's my question. I plant four roses. These are not climbers. They're regular, tea, I guess you call rose. them a bush rose. Bush rose. Okay. And a little gar- um, a um, courtyard. Our house kind of surrounds a courtyard, and the courtyard is kind of uh, maybe 20 feet by 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Now, nice. So it's a sheltered area, mm-hmm. and um, the roses do uh, have done well. They're planted in horrible clay, but I miracle grow them during the summer. So my question is a watering question. During the July-August interval, um, it's hot, hotter than blazes in there, and so I water them pretty liberally, like every uh, like three, four times a week. I have a watering system set. And, but the main reason I'm calling is, how often do I need to water them during December, January, February? Do I, I haven't been watering them at all. I cut them back and just let them sit there until I see green growth in, like, uh, March, April. Mm-hmm. Uh, watering during uh, fall, winter is a good question. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I hope Sheltered you, area. Yeah, I hope that you have been watering them through the fall, through that drought period that we've been experiencing, um, because the roots are still growing. The ground temperatures are warm, uh, a lot warmer than the air temperatures, and so roots are still doing their thing. And this is an excellent time to lime them. And even if you want to put something like a slow-acting compost type, um, I use manure on my roses. I I pile it up around the roots this time of year and let it slowly leach in. Now, as long as it's dry, you'll still probably need to water at least once a week because um, it is in a an enclosed area that's pretty hot, and that will be a heat sink even in the winter time for you. But if you are, um, if we do get the rain that they're anticipating this winter, and we get a lot of of rain come in and maybe some snow, then back off on those weeks. Um, you want them to get on an average about you know, about a half an inch to an inch a week if they're established. These aren't newly planted, are they? Um, the answer is yes and oh. no. <laughs> okay. Three of them are established plants. Okay. One of them I planted brand new uh, this summer. Okay. And it's the weakest one. I, yeah. I, I gave it enough water. Okay. Well, just give it a little. You could just go out there and give it a little extra water by hand. Mm-hmm. You know, once a week, take a a, gar- a pitcher from the kitchen table or something and fill it up with water and just pour it around the base of that. But uh, liming it is good because that uh, adjusts the pH in that area. And then if you can put something like, um, I, I use black cow. I'll, I'll confess to that. I really like that. I'm not just saying it because they're a sponsor for the program. Um, but I use manure, composted manure on my roses, and they, they do respond from that. All right. So in the wintertime, once a week. And unless it's it anyway, raining. Even though you think they don't need it, just do it unless it rains. Unless it rains, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great question, Frank. Yeah. Oh, I have another watering question. All right, we got about a minute. Okay. Um, I planted 29 junipers along a country road as a privacy screen. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
Now I'm carrying water in the back of my pickup truck. <laughs> 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 yeah, this may. It's all about watering. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the book that I got says water them twice a week for the first month and then once a week for a year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong. <laughs> Frank, hey Frank, hold on, <clears throat> hold on, and we'll uh, pick you up after the after the can news you, here. Can you stay with us? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hold okay, on, good. hold on a second. Uh, you know, our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited in Raleigh and Cary have a tight seed uh, cylinder and uh, twenty pounds of uh, no mess seed, and you can win it this month. If you want to win, go to the contest tab at wptf.com and register. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. More coming up.